0: That's unifiedhealing dot slash blue wire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment, and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
1: What these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been, it will always be, about buckets.
0: Just attack the basket.
1: my name is matt moore i'm the senior nba writer for the action network this is your friday best bets episode presented by fanduel sportsbook last friday of the nba regular season last bets bet show can't believe it made the whole season doing best bets four times a week We you end up doing five my guy jim turvey's joined me today find him on twitter at turvey and in the action network app jim
2: and in the running of the regular season can you believe it it's amazing. I I'm I'm excited to here though. I am ready for playoff basketball. I'm ready for the 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 chaos that is going to be that first round in the West. Um I'm I'm excited. I think we've we've got some opportunities to to pick off some some potential winners here and and, and on some winners. But yeah, I'm, I'm ready for postseason, man. How about you?
1: Yeah, definitely ready for the postseason. Uh starting on Monday, we will start having playoff previews. So get ready for that next week. On today's show we will do best bets. Uh we're going to run down real quickly what's on the line here because we are at a So there are very like there are not totals on the board. Like there the total like there's just the board is sparse right now as we're recording this on Thursday night because the books just don't know what these injury reports are going to look like. They don't know what these teams are going to do or not do. And so as a result, not a lot of options there. We're still going to give you some best bets if you want to bet into it. I will tell you. Caveat, I'm betting like ha- like quarter units. I'm not going in on these. It's a mess. But if you want to know what's going on in the association, let's start here. Uh, the Miami Heat play tomorrow at 7 o'clock Eastern. That is 30 minutes before the Brooklyn Nets tip off. Okay. If the Heat win and the Nets lose, then the Heat are still within range of getting into the sixth spot. They got to win out. The, he- the Nets have to lose out in order for the Miami Heat to snag the six, which makes it really funny that the Philadelphia 76ers on Thursday night played their starters in what was pretty clearly uh, <laughs> hey, we could knock them out of the play so we don't have to play them. And instead they got housed by the Miami Heat, making it more likely that they face Miami. Really funny outcome, all things considered. But hey, Joel got his 21 points, so that's all that matters. Uh, the Heat. <laughs> are facing the Wizards. They're five and a half point favorites. They have motivation to win. The Brooklyn Nets, as I mentioned, they have motivation to win as well, trying to avoid the play and structure. I, I To be honest, I don't know if, what, like, I don't know where Brooklyn's motivation is. It'd be really funny if tomorrow Brooklyn was like, yeah, we're rest the starters. We're, just, we're not playing. So they're on sharp. Like, it'd be really funny if they were like, "Just we just want to get out of the season and reconfigure, and maybe we can do things like, I don't know, at a point guard. Like, that'd be a thing that we could do is at a point guard and try and figure out where a roster, maybe not just have 800 wings alongside Spencer Dinwiddie and Nick Claxton, you know, which is basically their team. They're facing the Magic. Magic decided to go ahead and pull the plug tonight. Um, This line's nine. We'll talk about it. I'm a little curious if Orlando is going to just rest everybody out. This line definitely assumes that. We'll see if that's the case for Orlando going forward. The Atlanta Hawks still battling with the Toronto Raptors for the eight spot that really matters because you get two cracks, two shots at uh, a play in spot. If you're in the nine it's single elimination and you'll be on the road for that second one. Even if you win, the bulls are locked into 10. So the Hawks can't fall further than the nine, but they're facing the Philadelphia 76ers who I assume will rest starters in this one, which they should have done that tonight, back to back. You got to think that they're going to rest starters in that one. Uh, Toronto, Boston, nothing to do there. Boston's locked in the two. Uh, Raptors have motivation here to try and win because they're facing. like I said, they're trying to catch the Hawks. Uh they're one and a half point dogs. I guess they're assuming Boston's gonna play starters. We'll talk about that one in, in a second. Pelicans, still still, this is gonna blow people's minds. Still a chance for the Pelicans to get fifth. No, no kidding. There is a very slim possibility that the New Orleans Pelicans can get fifth. I found a tiebreaker where New Orleans winds up five. Uh, They're seven and seven and a half point favorites versus the New York Knicks who are pretty clearly going to rest everybody. Let's see. Memphis, Milwaukee's locked. Dallas, maybe the most motivated team on the board here. Eight and a half point favorites versus the Bulls. Bulls are locked into 10. They can't move up. They can't move down. They're in at 10 locked in. Uh, Dallas has to win out. Thunder have to lose out. Thunder magic number is one. A Dallas loss puts the Thunder into the playing tournament and ends the Mavericks season Golden State Sacramento no lie on the board for this one yet but Golden State obviously a lot of motivation to win this one if they lose this one there is a very strong possibility that they are going to be in the playing tournament Sacramento has already announced that eight of their rotation players are questionable for tomorrow the Kings are forecasting that they're going to go ahead and rest this one and make that their choice uh Warriors are going to have to play everybody but Warriors Road Warriors Road game so a new low bar is being set Jim can the Warriors beat the Kings if everyone's resting everybody we'll see if that's the case and then the late game uh Suns on the second night of a back-to-back they played starters versus the Nuggets I'm expecting them to rest everybody they're locked into the four seed uh they face the Lakers who obviously have a high motivation to win on Friday night that's your slate for motivation the- uh, take a deep breath that was a, that was good that
2: was that was needed
1: yeah, so that's that's what that's where the motivation lies for each of those teams. Some of these games don't have motivation, we'll get to some of those. Um, in the best bets, well, let's go ahead and start with you. What's
2: your best bet for the Friday slate? Yeah, well, mostly because of what you said, um, like quarter units uh, on the spreads and totals here. Because even if you figure out the motivation on these games, it doesn't always play out that way, right? Yeah. Uh, the other day, I wrote up Bucks uh, and Bulls. Bucks sat out Giannis, which is what I, the read I had on the game. I was like, "Oh, awesome! Giannis is out." I I, I pegged it perfectly. Great. The Bulls couldn't even cover the spread, let alone get there for the full win. So it, it's it's this final week is real funky. Um, there's definitely opportunities though, um, but I I, I turn to two player bets because I think there's maybe even a little bit more clarity with those. Um, so I'll just quickly say them and then we can we can talk through them as well. Um, I'm going Jaden Ivey over 26 and a half points plus assists okay. and I'm going, and I'm going Spencer Didwinny over, and I got to get the exact number. I believe it's 28 and a half uh, points in assists as well. Okay. Uh, I'm taking the Orlando magic plus 10 and a half. Um,
1: I'm taking the Toronto uh, Raptors plus one and a half. Um, I am going to, uh, take Charlotte plus one and a half. Um, I have a lot of best bets for a slate that I've just said that you should not be betting on. Um, (laughs) And uh, as well, I am going to um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take the uh, seven and a half with the New York Knicks. So I'm betting some underdogs there. We'll talk about them. Uh, The Ivy pick is interesting. Give me that one. The Pistons playing the Indiana Pacers in a fast paced game. I like that pick a lot. Tell me why you like Ivy.
2: Yeah, Ivy has been. Quietly really great the second half of the season. Um, if we go just based off of after the all-star game, he's averaging 19 and seven. Um, he's he's seeing a lot of the ball. He's kind of their their central guy now with with Kate out, and he's really, you know, he's living up to it. Um, and if we if we highlight even closer just on um the last like seven or so games, he's averaging 23 and eight. So the books have adjusted a little bit. The last time out it was 25 and a half was his points plus assists. There's no number out right now um, given that this Pacers team, who they're going to be starting and and how fast the pace they play, it's it's going to be, I would say 26 and a half, if not 27 and a half. So definitely make sure you you keep tabs on this. Don't go crazy. If the books, you know, sniff it out, don't, don't play it past a, a crazy number. But I think, I think Ivy's in, in really good, good shape to end, end the season on a high note here. And I think that's, you know, when you're the, the Pistons and you're going to be in the lottery again, that's actually something that you're, you're looking for towards the end of this season and, and he's really lived up to that hype. So um against a Pacers backcourt that is a defensive sieve even when healthy and it is even more so when when unhealthy. We saw what the Knicks uh did to them with three thirty point scores the other night. Um I think Ivy's in for in for a big night um on both points and assists. So um when that number drops we'll we'll get it exact, but it should be somewhere 26, 27 and a half.
1: Yeah, Detroit. I think uh, has accomplished what they wanted to. They they got their guards developmental time this season. They moved Sadiq Bay, add some more assets, shut down the the veterans and make sure they're rested. They'll get Cade. They'll get another another top three pick. Um, whether it's Brandon Miller or whether it's, uh, scoot or, you know, obviously they would hope for women, Yama Cade and women, Yama would be quite a combo. Um, Pistons looking good and Ivy will be definitely, better. I think part of that core, you're right that he's been, he's looked a lot better. I watched him the other night and was like, okay, like you could tell that the game had slowed down for him. He rushed things so much early in the season, yes. things really slowed down for him. And that's going to pay dividends, especially in games like this. Where the focus is not necessarily as intense as it could be, um, good environment for Ivy to hit that. What's your other play on Dinwiddie?
2: Yeah, so actually, I, I want to tweak what I said at the beginning. It wasn't for Dinwiddie. I apologize. I said points and assists. I'm just going to be targeting the assists, actually. Okay. Um, and we talked about how we don't know what the Nets will do. You you threw out the potential. You know, who knows? Maybe they they rest everybody, but if they go in and and everyone's playing, um, Dinwiddie is another guy who after the break has been. Um, he's, he's been the second best facilitator in the league. Um, he's averaging 9.6 assists since the all-star break, which, which kind of snuck up on me when when I, when I was kind of poking around today, he had 16 assists in their last game out. He, he, he reached that number another time. They're putting his line at kind of a juiced eight and a half right now. Um, I almost would prefer a flat nine. I know one book had, um, a flat nine at about minus minus one ten last time. He's cleared um, that nine marker in um, 11 of his last 20. So it's over half and he's, he's cleared it with a fair amount of space on some of these Um, that magic game. I think, I think the magic are still going to be playing. And I think it will be, you know, it's not going to be the type of game where the, the, the nets are up 30 and Dinwiddie doesn't play the fourth. I think this, this will be a a pretty decent game. And uh, he's really been on a roll. Uh, of late, if you if you just go to his game log, it's it's double digit assists almost every night. So, um if you can get that nine, maybe nine and a half with plus money, um I really like that bet for uh, Dinwiddie on assists over. Yeah, I like that as well. um You
1: know, look, I, I, this uh, the this this team that they're facing is is bad is very. But I, so okay, let's talk about this game actually a little bit. So I just put this in the app. Um, I have had not only the magic plus 10 and a half, I've also bet them on the money line. <laughs> and let me explain my reasoning. So the magic played nobody versus the Cavs. They rested everybody, but this is the first night of a back-to-back. I don't know necessarily like Wagner may not play. Right. Um, Bancaro may not play, but like, it wouldn't shock me if the magic turned around tomorrow and we're like, no, yeah, we were just on the front end of the back of the back. Like we're going to play these guys in this game. Um, or however it kind of works out. And here's the other, this is the bigger component. Because that game is after it starts Mm -hmm. after Miami. If Miami loses, the Nets are going to be like, yank everybody. We're done. We're out of here. Right. They will have locked the number one, the number six seed, and that'll be done. And as long as that's done, that gives an opportunity for them uh, to go ahead and get into the magic to get back into this game. Do I think that these things are likely? No, I do not. Like the Magic bench is very bad. They scored like 20 twice in two quarters tonight versus the Cavs. But the Cavs also have a better defense than the Nets. Um, This just seems seems to me like a good spot to play, especially a plus 400 long shot on the Magic, given the dubious motivations. If the like the heater on a back to back after they played starters versus the Sixers, they need this game versus the Wizards. They need to play it out. But, like, it would be kind of funny also if, like, the Nets were up big and so the Heat were like, all right, whatever, and they pull guys lost and then the Nets were like, oh, now we'll pull our guys too and we'll end up losing anyway. There's enough scenarios here with a 30-minute differential between quarter, like, that's a quarter for yeah. uh, me to go ahead and get in on uh, a longer shot based off of the motivation play here with the Orlando Magic.
2: Well, and I do think that... Um, at least something I've been doing uh, is, is targeting more of the money line with these underdogs in this chaotic final week. Cause the spread, you're not getting the the payout of the ceiling of a plus 400 when you bring in all the kids. Cause like it is, yes, it is still unlikely that the magic win this game, but it's also like with that bulls game, they lost by 13. There wasn't like, it wasn't like a close game. It, it, it right. seems like you can kind of have the wild result either way. So play the one that's going to pay off uh, better of the two. So I, I, I like that.
1: I'm going to stay away from Toronto, Boston, because I forgot that Toronto, the reason that this actually uh, could be bad, like Boston may literally just be like, well, look, if we beat Toronto, it makes it less likely for us to play Toronto. It's the same kind of thing with the Sixers and the Heat tonight, right? Like if they, if the Sixers had beaten Miami, it would be less likely for the Sixers to face Miami in the first round. Same deal with Boston. And I think Boston after the bubble and that series is definitely going to be like, don't want any part of Toronto. That's probably enough to go out there. And also you get to play spoiler versus a team that you don't like. And I think the seeds are mostly pretty healthy. And also the seeds are deep. So they could go ahead and get this win anyway. Toronto's not very impressive, but I'm going to stay away from it. I'm not going to lay the points with Boston, but I am going to stay away from that one. Uh, I am going to take the seven and a half with the Knicks, though. Um, so the Knicks resting starters, not surprising here with a uh their seed is locked, they're locked into the five seed, they'll face the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, two games left in the season for them i will say that the pelicans do not deserve the respect of laying seven and a half points versus what is the best bench unit in the nba so even if quickly doesn't play obi toppin's gonna play and the knicks have enough talent in the deep they're a deep enough team for them to be able to hang in here pelicans under a lot of pressure that's not great for them either we saw them the other night they had a prime spot versus the grizzlies went to went to overtime couldn't close that game out they had to come back against memphis and then blew it and then had to win it in overtime so um it is at home that's a better spot but seven and a half is too much i'll go ahead and i'll grab the points of the knicks i can't get to any sort of power rating here even absent all of the knicks key players i can't get to a point where i can i think that the Pelicans should be laying seven and a half versus new york no i'm with
2: you hundred percent and and this this pelicans run has you know it's been good. It's, it's kind of reset their season, but they don't have all that many impressive wins to be honest. They have a a road win over the Clippers um, and they have a road win over the Nuggets um, and a home win over the Clippers, but neither of those teams have been fully themselves when the Pelicans got those wins. Um, Same with the Grizzlies win. So I I think, I think you're hundred percent right. I mean, as a Knicks fan, half the time Knicks fans are clamoring for the bench to get more run than the starters, because When you look at it from, you know, some of the on-off stuff now that's skewed because they play against other bench units, but it is a very strong bench unit quickly is really come into his own this season. Um, And yeah, I, I'm, I think that's a lot of points to be giving a Knicks, a Knicks bench that's really solid and a Pelicans team that maybe isn't really all that great. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I like that. I hadn't even been looking at the spreads to be honest, but I think I'm going to tell you on that one. I like that. Uh, one more for me because it's the end of the
1: season. And if you're at the end of the season, why not take the Charlotte Hornets since they already screwed me on getting over 25 and a, I got a live, uh, win total for them during the season at 25 and a half and was like, this is golden. And then they randomly won like five games in a row. And I was like, and how about the Spurs climbing over 20 and a half tonight? It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Myrtle yeah. beats across the board. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets though, I will t- go ahead and I'm going to take them, uh, on the money line plus one Oh four versus Houston. So this is going to sound crazy. Again, these are quarter unit plays. Cause I'm, this is the stuff's messy, <laughs> but the, we're doing best bets. And I am betting this. Um, Bryce McGowan's is a name that no one's really heard of as a rookie out of Nebraska. And yet Bryce McGowan's has really impressed me the last two weeks. So this I have, I've loathed watching the Hornets the last really three seasons. I just hate watching them. And honestly, for most of the season, it was still kind of the same stuff. And It took, I think, literally five months for Steve Clifford's messaging and practice and habits to finally get to them. I am telling you that the Charlotte Hornets look like they know what they're doing when they play basketball. And a lot of this is like Theo Maladon and Bryce McGowan and JT Thor. But they actually look really good to me. And like, you're like, but they got blown out by the Raptors. Yeah, because the Raptors are a lot better. Like. They're still terrible, but the difference here is that the Hornets are playing an actual organized brand of basketball. The number one thing I look for in the summer when I go back and I watch all these tank squads, and I'm like, what did I miss when I stopped paying attention to them because they were out of contention? Do they look like they know what the fuck they're supposed to be doing? There are teams, the one they're facing, that do not look like they know what the fuck they're supposed to be doing half the time. Houston's way more talented. Not arguing that. Houston's probably going to play, guys. Probably going to win. But at plus 104 on the road for the Charlotte team that I actually think is pretty organized and is getting some good minutes from various young dudes,
2: I kind of like the Hornets here. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna grab the plus 104 for a quarter unit. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, next year's most improved player, Bryce McGowan's. Get your tickets in now. That's a lot. That's a Matt Moore lock right there. <laughs> lock it in. Lock it in. All right, that's gonna do it for buckets for a
1: Friday, last best bets episode of the season. We're back on Monday with our start of playoff previews. We'll hit you up with all that. Make sure to keep it locked right here. Download the Action Network app. You can follow Jim on Twitter at TurvyBets. You can follow me on Twitter at HP Basketball. And as always, our thanks to David Payne, our producer. We'll see you guys again on Monday as the playoffs are set to get here. Till then, let's get buckets.